0: Welcome back to Andrea's podcast. My name is Andrea Kawan and I'm your host. And uh, in this podcast, I actually will be sharing with you guys my story from start until today. So, as you might be wondering right now, and you might be thinking about my accent, you probably are f- trying to figure it out where I am from. So, I am half Japanese, and uh, I am uh, half Brazilian. I was born and raised in Brazil, and um, I pretty much spent my entire childhood in Brazil. Interesting enough, when I was 15 years old, my family moved to Japan. And uh, that's where I pretty much spent my entire adult life. I learned Japanese when I was 20 years old. Yeah, I know. I was in Japan, but I didn't really speak a lot of japanese start become more fluent in japanese when i was 20 and uh i just love the language i just uh, love 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 but one thing i have to say is that if you don't practice you lose it so so as portuguese because now funny enough even though i'm i'm brazilian I'm um, not practicing Portuguese, so I actually I'm forgetting a little bit. takes takes me a little while to actually start speaking Portuguese with a Brazilian person, or even when I call my mom. It's interesting. It's very funny to be honest with you. So, I'm born and raised in Brazil. I used to play sports my entire childhood um I played soccer I played volleyball basketball I try swimming I try gymnastic but to be honest with you I've never been good at any sport but uh, I always always loved to move my body I love dancing but I'm not a good dancing samba just putting it out there <laughs> And, um, I, growing up, I had, like I said, you know, a very active life. And also because my dad was diabetic, we had a very health diet in our house. You know, my mom was very conscious about, um, teaching us how to eat health And uh, we didn't have a lot of junk food in our house at all. To be honest with you, I don't think we had none, um, exception for a few sodas over the weekend, but it was pretty much it. Other than that, we used to have, you know, uh, a lot of fruits and vegetables, uh, lean proteins and uh, healthy grains in our table. So I always had like a, a good relationship with food during that time. But I knew that my body was kind of different than everybody else. Because since since I was little, my legs, which they are my strength, um, they were more developed than other girls at my age. And uh, because of that, I used to, you know, have a little... Um, I was a little conscious about because people used to uh, comment a lot about my legs. And also in school, they used to um, say some jokes about my legs. So I had like soccer legs or, um, you know, thicker legs. And uh, growing up, it was kind of uh, difficult because I didn't like my legs at all. So that's pretty much when I start having a little uh, consciousness about my body image. But other than that, you know, I was eating whatever. I never had any problems with uh, food or even with my body, to be honest with you. You know, I was a little conscious, but never really bothered me at all. So uh, when I was 10 years old, my, my, my parents went for foreclosure. And uh, because of the crisis in Brazil, my, my dad decided to, to go back to Bra- to Japan, to uh, start working there. And, uh, you know, just to raise some money and uh, with hopes that he could just come back to Brazil and uh, restart his life. And uh, during that time, he actually made the decision, and I know that was a very hard decision for both of my parents, to leave me with my older sister in Brazil so I could finish my, my school um, and uh, just continue my, you know, my life. So the plan was for them to just stay away for, for a few months, no more than that. And, uh, but of course, like anything else, life happens. And unfortunately they, we were separate for about four years. So from the age 10 to 14, I was living with my sister who just got married and just had a baby. So with that, with that separation, I think that the way I cope with, um, the separation was relying on food. So I started f- finding food as a way for for me to relieve some of the, the emotions I was feeling. Because I didn't know exactly what I was feeling. I just knew that... I was feeling sad, and the only thing that made me happy was by eating. So that is how everything started. My eating disorder journey started when I was 10 years old. Funny enough, during that time, I also started going through puberty, so I was very young, and uh, I started seeing a lot of changes in my body um, hormonally, and uh, I got on my period when I was 11 years old, so you can see that if you are a female and you're listening to this, you know uh, the change your body goes through in puberty, and it's a very difficult time, because you're not only seeing the change in your body, but also you start uh, gaining some weight, As I started gaining weight and uh, not knowing exactly what was happening, food was my best friend. And uh, with the change in my body, I also started becoming very conscious how my body was looking compared with the other girls at my age. Everybody still like being a child, and here I am, 11 years old, feeling like, outside of their, I don't know, their, their, their group, you know, um, anyhow, I remember that one day my sister she mentioned that I was getting a little bit chubby, and uh, I probably was like twelve years old, and uh, she mentioned about me going on a diet. So that's when I first I was first introduced to a diet. So she actually. Taught me how to decrease my calories and start eating a little bit less, um, but for me that type of eating wasn't it wasn't um, a way that I could sustain, you know. So I would go on this diet for a few days but and then I start losing control because I was feeling very upset so I would I was I used to like a lose control and uh, eat everything and in a matter of minutes you know I would open a bag of chips or cookies and I would eat the entire package in one sitting And because I start feeling ashamed of this disturbed way of eating, I actually start hiding the foods and uh, start eating inside of the closet because I was so ashamed because I didn't know exactly what was happening. So fast forward a little bit later, uh, as I start gaining weight and I uh, start to become even more conscious about my body, I decided to start exercising. So I started watching some videos and uh, I knew that burning calories would help me uh, to lose some weight because that's what I used to see on TV, all the commercials and, you know, all the fitness um. Girls on TV and magazines always exercise. So I kind of a like, somehow I, I figured out that if you exercise, you will look like those people. So, but I didn't understand that nutrition was a huge component of changing, you know, your body um, and becoming healthier. So I started exercising but I didn't see, of course, any change because my eating behaviors didn't change. Um, and I started gaining more and more weight. So when my parents came back from Japan in 2014, I, uh, my mom actually, she was shocked to see how much weight I gained uh, in a matter of four years and uh, also she she was concerned about the way I was eating because she knew that was not a normal so she actually um invited me to go see a endocrinologist so we could just kind of check my hormones and also um you know Prescribe so the doctor could prescribe a diet that would help me to actually lose weight. And uh, during that time, I remember we went to the doctor and also I remember that um, she prescribed me this diet and I was following. And uh, eventually, yes, I started losing weight. But I was... Uh, uh, for some reason, I, I, I knew that my behaviors behaviors wasn't changing because I was just following the diet but over the weekend I was just so overwhelmed and so like deprived that I would binge again on junk foods so that cycle was going on and on and on for years just binge eating so in 2015, my parents decided to go back to Japan because the circumstances in Brazil wasn't as um, helpful to my parents um, financially. So during that time, I I finally, when they decide to, of course, to bring me with them. So my first experience moving from Brazil to Japan and uh, 15 years old, have to leave your school, your high school friends, and everything else that was a big off change. And uh, on top of everything that uh, was, was happening with me, it did not help at all. Because when I moved to Japan, I actually, my, my eating behaviors became even worse Now I was to a point where I was depriving myself throughout the day because I was hating my body. I used to cry so badly every single day because just looking how much weight I put and, um, how different I was looking compared with my friends and, um, the fact that I didn't fit in into the society, I was getting out of control with my food. So I was eating thousands and thousands of calories every single day, especially after coming back from school. And uh, where I pretty much was kind of depriving myself throughout the day. And uh, at night, I was just so hungry. And uh, funny enough, because, again, I was very ashamed for my actions. I, I was just hiding and uh, eating everything. So, I remember when um, I was... 17, I was 17 and uh, I met this guy who became a long-term boyfriend and uh, I remember one time when he made a comment, he made a comment that I was too heavy and uh, he hated my legs and that comment got engraved in my heart and uh, because I was so afraid to lose him I decided to go on a diet. So I got one of those magazines, and it was a Brazilian magazine. Um, and uh, on that magazine, I remember it has this uh, clean eating diet where it pretty much is eating whole foods, you know, reducing a little bit the calories, which taught me a lot of things. So I start this new diet, start exercising, and I start seeing the weight dropping. And it was uh, so awesome seeing my body changing every single week that I remember one time I I got a comment that I was looking so awesome and, uh, you know, people start asking me what I I have done, how I lost all the weight, and uh, I start feeling like some sort of validation that... I never had before, you know, people used to, in the past, actually make, like, uh, comments that I was too heavy, that I was fat, and, uh, here I am now, after I lost all the weight, people commenting that I look beautiful, that, you know, um, now I look much better, I look healthier, and, uh, That clicked something in my mind where I start thinking that in order to be beautiful, I have to be skinny. So that started another eating disorder, which was anorexia. From binge eating for so many years... I became anorexic, so I start I stopped eating completely. Um, you know, I had a lot of restrictions in my diet. Um, my morning was one egg, uh, one boiled egg, and uh, in the afternoon I would drink a one of those drinkable yogurts, and then uh, mid afternoon I might had. An apple and a dinner would be a salad and that was my diet I was probably eating under a thousand calories and uh, my weight start dropping 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 to a point where I lost my period so because of that um, I went to the doctor because I didn't know what was happening. I was having a lot of constipation. I was having a lot of um, healthy issues because of the malnourishment that I... I went to the doctor and I remember the doctor saying that I needed to eat. And I could not, I could not understand what he was saying. I was like, how is that even possible? I'm healthy. I'm happy. You know, I look my best, but I was under a 90 pounds. Um, you know, uh, after that, I I came back home. Um I I was not accepting that I needed to eat more. But um, because he asked me to just kind of introduce a little bit more protein and a little bit more carbohydrates in my diet, um, I start just adding a little bit more rice, a little bit more fish. And uh, eventually my my weight start going up. And uh, because I was so scared to gain weight that I start purging. The foods I was eating, so I created this. I created this rule, where I would eat about twelve hundred calories, and if I pass that, I would have to somehow just uh, get rid of uh, get you know rid of the extra amount of calories. So I went from anorexia to bulimia, and uh, I was about—I believe I was about 20 years old during that time, and I was going through a lot too in my my, my life, my personal, um, my relationship with my ex-boyfriend was getting out of control. Um and uh he started drinking, he started using drugs, and uh on the midst of that, my mind wasn't was not um in the right place, and uh, I started using food again as a way for me to cope with all the stresses, so bulimia became a friend of mine that a long-term friend of mine for many years um, so I remember you know um, going back home after work and uh, I knew that you know um, he would not be home until a certain time he I knew like the schedule so if I had 20 minutes to eat I would eat whatever and whatever so many calories thousands of calories in 20 minutes and uh, I would just purge all those calories so that was my life for a long time so finally we actually we separate and the relationship was very toxic for me um very difficult also for me to break out with that person, and um, so when uh, we decide to, to break up, we, I moved from Tokyo to Hiroshima, where my, my older brother lives, so I went to actually to live with my brother, and to start a new life, so for me, it was a relief, you know, um, breaking up with that person and uh, just uh, I felt like free during that time because I was feeling very depressed and uh, I was living in a very, very abusive relationship as well. So I don't want to go in details with that just because I don't think that is, you know, involves other people. So I don't want to really talk about it. But you can see how, you know, um, if you don't have a, a good support system, it's very difficult for you to deal with your emotions. So for me, the only way I could deal with my, my emotions was by eating. So fast forward, I, you know, I start feeling freedom and, uh, I start going out and start going to bars and start going to clubs. And, uh, um, I was exposure to drinking. So here I am now with, you know, this, all this freedom and trying to find myself. And, uh, I found alcohol and, uh, it's so crazy when you look at your own story and you start talking about yourself because you start realizing how your, how the patterns of addiction goes, you know, hand to hand. And uh, I remember that um, I start, you know, abusing a lot of alcohol because it was another way for me to cope with my, my stressors too. You know, so was eating, and was alcohol, and that was for years. So two thousand five, I met my husband, who is a marine, and uh, was his first tour in Japan, and uh, we met at a bar, and uh, I remember when I first met him because. Um, both of us was very, very shy, and uh, we exchanged phone numbers, we started, you know, um, kind of flirting to each other, and, um, well, and then after that, you know, we started dating, but um, even during our dating time, and, um, you know, uh, first few years of marriage, I I still suffering from my eating disorder, and uh, I was very, very ashamed, too, because I was trying to hide from here, from him. But, of course, you know, it's everybody knows. It's not a, like you're hiding from someone. You know, you think you're good enough to hide, but you are not. You know, you find ways to hide things. But eventually, people know, especially the ones who love you, they know um, that something is not going right and uh sometimes it's hard to for them to even help you you know with those um to support you during that that phase so i i remember one time that my husband um when you know he he was very worried about me and um he asked me to go see a Counselor, because I was feeling very depressed, and um, I remember when I went to see my counselor, and uh, for the first time I opened up about my eating disorder, and it was it was a vulnerable moment, and also was difficult for me to talk about it. Um, but she was so welcoming and so helpful to a point where she, um, she gave me a lot of, um, insights, a lot of support, um, taught me many tools, especially, um, you know, how to deal with my emotions by journaling, by, you know, um. Expressing myself in a form of art, and uh, find um, things that I I would like to do, and uh, I think that's how I actually start. I found fitness too. During that time, I remember that I I joined a gym, and. Um, For the first time, I saw a bodybuilder, like, a woman who wore a sculpt and had this amazing body. For the first time in person, like, I saw a bodybuilder. When I look at her, she was doing pull-ups. I remember this. And uh, I saw her, I was like, oh, my God, I want to look just like her. And her name is Adela Garcia. I did not know she was, that time, I think she was like three times Miss Olympia, uh, Fitness Olympia. And uh, so interesting because she was, she is still to this day so beautiful, so strong. And I was like, I was drawn like to her. I was like, I want to look just like her. So I started exercising. exercise and I start, you know, just watching her every single day and watching what she was doing. And I was, I was pretty much mimicking. Um, during that time too, I start actually reading more magazines and uh, doing more research about bodybuilding and uh, bodybuilding diet. Um, I bought clean eating magazines. I found Toscarino. And then that's how I start everything actually following one of Toscarino uh, clean eating books. And uh exercise shoe. I bought one of her books and I start just following the exercise and learn everything myself. Um and uh, I, this, I I said like one day I want to stop on stage. I just didn't know how, but I only think I knew like was I had to eat more. But for me, eating more was contra- contra- con- contradictory con- with my my goal of being, not even goal, but my fear of gaining weight you know, eating more equals gain fat. I didn't understand exactly, uh, the physiology of the body, how, you know, how we build muscle. I didn't understand none of that. The only thing I knew was if I eat more, I would gain weight and I was super scared. So, um, But I was doing my best during that time, you know, just exercising, trying to eat health. But again, you know, um, at night, I would just binge, binge, and purge every single day. And that was a cycle that I was living. And I was so desperate because I knew that was not healthy for me. And I knew that I didn't want to live this life for the entire, for my, for the rest of my life. Um, I remember that I had thoughts of uh, committing suicide many times. Um, I actually, when I was younger, when I was 13 years old, uh, I tried suicide twice because I was living on darkness. And uh, again, I didn't know what was happening with me. So I was just living in suffering. But uh, coming back to my story, fast forward, I remember also when we, my, my, my husband got orders and we went back to Japan. Um, we were living in Texas when I saw the bodybuilder. But um, when uh, we moved back to Japan, I I still very active, very much so, and I loved, loved lifting, and uh, I went to the gym, and uh, I met another bodybuilder, bodybuilder competitor, who actually introduced me to her coach, and uh, I decided to do my first competition, so I trained for it, I diet for it, but I still having my issues with food, so which was not a helpful. Um, I was not open with uh, my coach that time. I didn't tell. I didn't tell her that I had a eating disorder. So you know, and um, unfortunately, is you know when you are in a calorie deficit, you feel so restricted that if you don't have um, if you don't have a good relationship with food and you don't have the right mindset of, you know, dieting for a show, it's very easily for you to start binging, and it's very easy, easily for you to just kind of uh, um, not following the diet and uh, overeating at every single opportunity. And that was my case. So, I competed in two thousand eleven. That was my first show, and my first show was a quite, quite interesting experience because I, <laughs> oh my gosh, that was crazy. Um, I, I didn't know exactly what I was doing. Um, you know, I didn't have a posing coach or anything. I didn't know how to pose my tan I got a, a professional tan uh, done by one of the um, people who were sponsored by the show and uh, my tan came out terrible so my makeup I did my own makeup and was terrible so everything was like horrible Um, The experience itself was quite interesting, but, you know, I did it and uh, I actually like it. I liked it being on stage, even though I had all, you know, um, kind of a, I would say the worst experience because it wasn't, but, you know, my tanning, my makeup, my hair, my suit, wasn't the right size for me. So it was a mess, even though it was a mess. Um, I, I had a great, um, experience because from there, I, I just felt in love with the the sport and I decided to continue competing. So 2012, I actually went back to California for a, to compete on a natural stage. Um, First time competing, actually, with a lot of competitors. And uh, I actually placed first on that competition as a novice. And I was so surprised because I was like, I can't believe it, I placed. And um, I think one of the reasons why, too, guys, is because I felt so confident and I felt so happy on stage. That I think the judges liked me. Um, you know, I wasn't lean enough, lean, stage lean for that competition, but I think that because, again, I was so confident and, and so comfortable on stage that, um, you know, uh, the judges just liked my, my physique. And uh, I got a good feedback as well. You know, they said that I have a good physique. A good. Um, I was very proportional. I just need to be a little bit more lean, especially on my legs. So with that f- feedback was easier for me to just kind of uh, keep working or working on improving, improving, improving my physique. But um, because my diet wasn't consistent and uh, having an eating disorder, I never had a, I never gave my body the opportunity to actually to recover well, or even the opportunity to build muscle during that time, even off season, um, I would binge and purge. So my body was constantly on this metabolic state where you know, it was kind of a, I was not as suppressed, but my hormones were out of whack because of the eating disorder. So um, during that time too, I, I remember that I was actually introduced to powerlifting. In my gym, we had a group of powerlifters and uh, they used to watch me training. And they're like, wow, you're freaking strong. You should try, you know, powerlifting, doing some squats, deadlifts, and, uh, you know, bench press. I was like, wow, yeah, I like this. You know, I like feeling strong because actually feeling strong was a way for me to actually release all the stress that I was feeling every single day. It was like weightlifting for me is like my happy place where I can just be myself. I enter in this zone where it's just me and the bar. So I really feel empowered when I'm lifting, especially when I'm lifting heavy. So when my powerlifter friend asks me if I, you know, want to do a powerlifting competition and he would help me to train. I was like, "Yeah, I can do it." So, that's how I was introduced to powerlifting and uh, I took two years off competing so I could just kind of focus in powerlifting competing in bodybuilding. So I took two, two years off bodybuilding to compete in powerlifting and I start training and start getting stronger um and uh, I I just fell in love with the sports as well. So fast forward a little bit more. Two thousand thirteen uh, was two thousand yeah was in the middle of two thousand thirteen that I was first introduced to flexible dieting. I heard the term flexible dieting, but I didn't know what it was. And uh, I just start seeing people eating more food and uh, being super lean. And I was like, how's that even possible? I'm killing myself every single day, restricting my diet. And now these people are eating more and they're losing weight. What's going on? I wanna know more about this. What is the science behind? So I started doing a little bit more research. And I actually found Dr. Joe Klemzeski, the founder of The Diet Doc. And uh, he's the grandfather of flexible dieting. So I found him. And um, I remember that, you know, actually, I even look at his website I I contacted him and uh during that time I think he was very busy, but he referred me to one of his coach coaches and uh Michelle her name is Michelle Shepherd. She's a, a IFBB pro. And uh I you know I hired her to help me to actually to change my physique all i wanted is to eat more and to build lean mass so she start increasing my calories slowly and uh, i start seeing positive 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 changes in my body um this is the what we call reverse dieting so basically we start as basically because we were start actually um, increasing our cal- my calories, I become more consistent uh, with increase the calories too. I was n- like a feeling that I didn't need to bench anymore. And um, I don't remember. I, it's not, I don't remember. I do remember what happened, but I remember on the first week I, I told myself, I am going to quit drinking and uh, I am going to do, uh, I'm going to be in 100% in this process. And uh, one of the things that is interesting about me is that when I say that I'm going to do something, I will do something. And uh, when I, I'm 100 percent in, I'm 100 percent in. So I remember I stopped drinking, and uh, because I stopped drinking, eventually I stop binging. Because the drinking was making me eating. And the eating was making me upset. And with the being upset, I was binging. So it was kind of a vicious cycle. You know, the drinking and the eating uh, thing. So that's when my eating disorder recovery started. Me making the decision of quitting Drinking, quitting the things that didn't serve me anymore and really focusing on myself. So I went 100% on my training, 100% on my diet. And I had all the support from my husband and all the support from my friends. And uh, from there, I just start seeing my physique changing, uh, my strength starts increasing, and uh, I was feeling happier. I was feeling, you know, um, rested. I was feeling energized. I was just amazed by the amount of foods I was eating. And while I was actually changing my body composition, you know, it was amazing just to see how your body is so resilient. And uh, because of that, guys, that's why I decided to pursue on a fitness career, and uh, I decided in 2011, actually, that's when I decided to become a personal trainer. I had, you know, I took my personal training certification through AFA and ISSA. And also, I. right after that, I started working for the Marine Corps community. And I was one of the trainers for the Marine Corps. So I used to actually train the Marines, uh, their, do their PT sessions with uh, uh, other trainers. And uh, I also, I was promoted as a health promos- promotions assistant director at the MCCS Iwakuni, Japan my my passion for fitness is started like i said you know was actually was at a young age but i didn't discover that passion until i was on my late 20s when i actually started going to the gym and when i actually started changing moving my body and seeing what my body was capable of doing and then once i understood about the importance of nutrition, that's when I actually wanted to learn even more about the science behind of nutrition. So 2012, I got a certified in fitness nutrition through ISSA. And uh, I always, always wanted to go back to school to, you know, get more uh, education and more knowledge. So 2000, actually 2016, when I decided to pursue on the holistic nutrition certification and, uh, was a one year long program and, uh, through the Institute of Integrative Nutrition in New York, um, I got accepted in school and uh, I start learning many um, nutrition-based science. Learn about, you know, different diets and also learn about primary and secondary foods. Which is interesting because we never think about it. You know, um, in school, we learn, we are taught about primary foods. Those are the foods that are most important to us as a human, as a humans, your spirituality, your relationships, your relationship with money, your, um, your work, those are things that are very, very important that we actually never look at. We only look at the secondary foods that are the foods we consume that provides nutrients. You know, we are constantly just thinking about those. But if you think about it, you know, um, when your primary foods are not in alignment Your secondary foods are not in alignment neither. So if you look at my story, you can see that my primary foods weren't aligned at all. That's why I was coping my stressors with food and alcohol. Because it was the only way I could forget everything and be somebody else, but not being me. This is one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast. This podcast will be all about mindset, all about nutrition, and also fitness. To not only help you to improve your body, but also to improve the quality of your life. Because I'm truly a believer that when you change your mind, you can change your life. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And uh, if you like this podcast, please please share. Um, you know, share your your thoughts, your comments, and also I would ask you to rate my podcast um, you know, the more rates we have more likely that people will find us here on the podcast and uh, if you want to contact me, you can always contact me at my website com. Or you can find me on Instagram. A-K-T as in dog underscore fitness underscore nutrition. I hope you guys are having an awesome, awesome day. Thank you so much for joining me and stay with me for this entire... Almost an hour. <laughs> and... uh I will see you guys on the next episode. And uh, for now on, I will bring you awesome guests to share their knowledge with you so you can improve your life. Love you guys. See you soon.